0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today to bring you our next episode of On Friendship, where we talk about a Hallmark or Hallmark-like movie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> today, where we talk about it from themes of friendship. And I'm Rachel, and Lisa is here. Hello, everyone. Yes. So this is our, this is our fourth episode of On Friendship, I think.
1: I think so. Yeah, look at us episodes. rocking and rolling. I know,
0: it's pretty good. Pretty I like impressive. It. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it was interesting because last month we, we had you know our episode on a uh, country wedding, and uh, it got the the studio that made the movie gave our video on youtube a copyright strike and i was just oh no what is going on like there was no copyrighted material of any kind like i i I was so i was so mad i'm like now you're not even
1: allowed to talk about movies (laughs) on youtube like what is happening Oh uh, my goodness. I, I thought you were gonna say, and then the company that made it was like, Hey, good job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so I guess what happened, I well, I figured this is what had happened, but I think the lady, the people were just being kind of a little bit lazy and rushed. Uh yeah. and they just saw, oh, this is a long video because we you know, we tend to do a little bit longer. And really? yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who, <us>? No <laughs> yeah. way.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think they just saw oh eighty eighty minutes or whatever <laughs> and uh, so it's it's must be the full movie, not realizing it was just a, a podcast and uh, Rachel, kind of- <laughs> that's
1: funny because our podcasts are just as long as the movies. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah I know and it was it was funny because I mean it was sad slash funny but yeah I the uh the I I wrote a very fiery email to these people I'm like how dare you give us a copyright strike for this because of course YouTube was completely useless in yeah in, 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 oh, in sad phase. they're like I'm sorry it's, we're sorry but uh you have to get the copyrighted material removed and i'm like there is no copyrighted material what good gravy i was so mad and uh, so i had to contact we didn't them. even sing any of the songs no, even I know, <laughs> I know and so i i had to contact <laughs> the company and i had been like you need to get this removed immediately this is unjust unfair i was so mad and i'm like we covered tons of your movies we will not cover them in the future if you <laughs> which is probably oh true, snap
1: Hey, buddy. <laughs> you're
0: <laughs> anyway. like listen so she sent we- me this email she's like i'm so sorry and she released the strike and, thank uh, you <laughs> yeah and then she proceeded she's like this the uh, this is what i do for my job and she proceeded oh. to describe her job and i'm like okay fill in a little bit <laughs> Like, the, the, and she's like the first mistake I've made in four years I'm so sorry and
1: I'm like oh well that's okay. good record though <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's got a good record well maybe since she took it down the took the strike down we'll let it yeah
0: slide. <laughs> so just don't do it again
1: <laughs> yeah seriously anyway, So that was exciting Especially when it comes to friendship movies come on i know i was there's so not, not as many and we need to talk about them i know oh I goodness. Was so... oh great
0: <laughs> now this is what youtube has come down to that that you can't even talk about movies without oh. it a copyright strike and so many so... people would be
1: in trouble Let's everyone. I know. Shut it down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that was eventful. Uh Uh, Other than that, uh, how was your August? Do you have a a nice end of summer?
1: Oh, goodness. As a college professor, you know, August hits and it's like getting smacked in the face (laughs) with with a book or a bat or something because it just it just wakes you up and you're like, oh, it's time for school. And so all of August is getting back and getting ready to go to school. But I did visit Cincinnati Zoo to see one of my favorites, hippo, the Fiona the hippo at Cincinnati Zoo. So that was really exciting. And, (laughs) and I adopted a dog. Oh, his name is Finnegan. And he's a little palm mix. And He's so good when I'm recording because right now he's laying just a few feet away. But as long as he can hear my (laughs) fantastic voice, apparently, he's okay. (laughs) That's really, really cute. (laughs) Yeah. He's a good guy.
0: Oh, well, yeah. So I had a busy August. I went to D23, went out to Anaheim. Yeah. um, So that was exhausting but fun and uh, then I you know I felt like I needed a vacation for my vacation when I got home because I <laughs> <Always>. was so <laughs> yeah and but luckily I didn't get too sick cause, you know they always talk about the the uh the con flu that you yeah <laughs> <laughs> was con flu,
1: so. any conference yeah yeah <laughs> but it was
0: fun because while, uh, while I was there, I got a chance to meet up with a ton of people or not a ton of people with a number of people from that I've gotten to know on Twitter mm-hmm. and, uh, in the sort of Disney fandom and animation, cause that's my passion. And, and, uh, it was fun to just sort of be reminded that those relationships, they may seem sort of ephemeral, but they're actually like, they actually do matter, I think, to people, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so that was, that was a good little reminder to me, and it was, it was a lot of fun to see people that I, you know, only know from their Twitter handle, be like, oh, that's your face, that's what you look like.
1: (laughs) No, that's fun, and, like, I've been sick for the last week, and so, like being on social media or online and interacting with people, with people I know or whoever, I think it helps me feel like I'm still connected to to life.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly. then to me,
1: you know, there's people that you talk to very frequently. There's people like we haven't met face to face. I right. mean, we've seen each other online, but I mean, we've never met. And so it's just one of those things like, You can have those friendships, but it's even cooler when you get to have that face-to-face interaction for sure. So it
0: it was an adventure. Well, today for the podcast, we are going, we're crossing the aisle. We are, (laughs) we are, uh, we, I was trying to think of something that felt really friendship oriented and uh, we had just done uh, our, uh, our podcast about uh for top five which was the uh in august the top five podcast was top five movies uh with hall stars that aren't on hallmark (laughs) (laughs) and this was one of emma's picks emma from hallmark uh and so i thought you know this movie really does a lot have a lot to do with friendship so we're talking about love at the christmas table yes yes And uh, so before we kind of dive into it, what were your sort of overall thoughts about this movie?
1: Um, I think that it has some similar or typical friendship tropes that lead to romance. Uh And there's not necessarily anything that's wrong with it, but in comparison to, do I dare say it, because I don't want to get a copyright (laughs) (laughs) strike. That's right. But Country Wedding, I liked because the two were friends from the beginning. And in this one, I don't think they were ever really friends. I don't even know if they liked each other very much. But then it it sort of was like, okay, yep, this is... But then maybe the reason why they kind of didn't like each other is because they loved each other. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that because... I think it's an entertaining movie. I think yes, a I enjoyed of, it. Yeah, I think it does a lot of things right, but I do kind of feel like they're not a very good couple. Yeah, no, <laughs> they be together. I think it's no, no. kind of a toxic relationship, to be honest.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> it's really cute. So. Uh, so sometimes we enjoy those toxic relationships, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So
0: this movie, it goes through uh, he's the male character is narrating the the beginning at least of the movie yep. and which is a little unusual. There are, there's def- we'll talk about some of the differences that make this definitely not a Hallmark movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it was 2012, which is when Hallmark was a little more PG-13, but still it uh, just <laughs> just the amount of drinking alone that would not be one of
1: <laughs> the differences <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> you're not gonna have teenagers getting drunk to rum cake uh, well yeah. <laughs> rum cake, quotation marks uh, in a yeah. hallmark movie that would never happen uh yeah. but <clears throat> anyway uh it's basically about these friends uh cat and sam who starting when she's just lost her mom Mm-hmm. Uh, when she's a little little girl uh her mom dies when she's four and yeah. uh she they start going over to their mutual over to their friend uh eb is her name played by leah thompson ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah and uh they start going to her house for christmas and it becomes the sort of tradition that uh, they go and so you get to see 14 non-consecutive Christmases in Mm -hmm. this story and uh, this is directed by a woman Rachel Lee Goldenberg and yep and uh, it stars Danica McKellar
1: yeah (laughs) I liked the cast I'll say that
0: (laughs) yeah and it has Dustin Mulligan as the male lead and he's fine he's uh, he's He's, I, the reason why I like him, he's from
1: the comedy TV show Shits Creek.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 So he's show.
1: in it. So that's oh. why I was like, ooh, when you <laughs> sent me the, the preview for it, I was like, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Scott Patterson from <gasps> Gilmore Girls fame. Yes. <laughs> plays Danica's father. And uh, so, yeah, there's kind of a side relationship going on between... Him and Leah Thompson character. So mm-hmm. yeah, it starts when she is four. Her um her mom dies, and uh Sam and Kat's dads start a furniture business yep. together. Yep. And so they build this table, which is really kind of like a uh what do they call it? A I don't, it was like a side table. Like, I mean,
1: it looks like, here's the thing. When, when I saw it, I was like, that's not normal sized table. Then yeah. I realized they're making it for Sam and Kat. And it totally reminds me, which we see in some of the Christmas dinners, it's the kid's table at Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the kid's table at Christmas. That's what the table is. It's the kid's table. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But even hardly even, I mean, it's, it's real. It's almost like a, uh, bedside table. I mean, it's really small. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, like a it's bench, not a car kind of. table. Like uh-huh. lots of families have, but Right. yeah, it was a little bit longer, but it's shorter and yeah, it uh-huh. was pretty small. And they just put it in the middle of this room. And I was like, there's so much acres of free land in this, in this room. <laughs> yeah. Feel yeah. free to make a bigger one, <laughs> but they do, they do kind of kid because it's not exactly the best table. They're like, well, it's our first go at it or whatever. And I thought that was cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And some of these are really quick uh, in the movie, some of these years, and then others spend a little bit longer. So uh, what did you think of this format of of going through the years?
1: There's some things that I liked about it, but I also feel like we miss out on character development by only Mm -hmm. seeing them at Christmas. And so I thought what they might be doing when we started the movie we might get to through some of the Christmases until they were adults and then we see a little bit more of what was going on because that's all we see there's very little that is filmed outside Leah Thompson's house right like there is a little bit but um so I liked it but at a certain point I was hoping for some other character to development because I didn't fully pick up on the seriousness of the, the relationship between Kat's dad and, and Leah Thompson's character. And then I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) It's It's getting getting real serious. You know, those sorts of things. Um, And I think that we only see them essentially. it, It seems like a party, like a few hours. It might be a whole day. Who knows? It could be a weekend, but it seems like a two hour dinner. Like, you know, you go to someone's house like to celebrate Christmas, yeah, and it's like a few hours and then it's like, well, oh, how much can you learn about them in that time? So although I appreciate it, where we get the history of as children and and sort of what happened, like he went to college and she stayed, yeah, I just wanted to l- learn a little bit more about them. away from that table Mm -hmm. yeah i
0: basically agree there it does feel a little bit hard to believe that this uh that they would sort of carry this uh flame for each other and only because some of the years it's like he never called her back after yeah uh, after this party and and then other years it seems like oh maybe they did have something happening and and I don't know it, it's I do agree that the, it's kind of novel and it, it works. Yeah. I'm, i I can go with it, but it has its tr- downsides for sure as far Oh, as for the, sure
1: development. yeah and one of the one of the and you can tell me elisa put a put a pin in it we're going to talk about that later <laughs> but it but it makes me think of one of my critiques of their relationship in terms of the friendship because in a way because her mom died when she was four, and then the two dads came together. It sort of built this built in like extended family in a way so he and you know Sam and Kat are always going to be together when their families are together, and that is a great way to build friendships like how many of us are friends with you know our parents' friends, kids you know like it's mm-hmm. i mean it, it's these are ways that friendships and families build yeah completely on board with that. But one of the things that I think it does is that because we only saw the dinner each year, that there was this expectation that they were always gonna be there for each other or put so much pressure on this one night like something had to happen or or when he brings a date and then like she's upset about it and then she's has a date, but then that guy gets married to someone else. It's like, you know, there's so many huge transitions happening at this two-hour dinner right I think that's part of the problem with their relationship is you can't assume that people are gonna wait around for you Mm -hmm. and so we can't expect that to be the case that we he can't expect to come home because he's the one that's gone away and be like oh she'll just be here waiting for me that is so not fair (laughs) yeah but additionally there's more than one day in a year so it's kind of like the relationships that spend birthdays anniversaries and valentine's days like maintaining their relationships you have to do more
0: yeah well it also doesn't really make sense i mean if you had just uh had a if you just had a really big you know dramatic kiss with the person that you'd had this history with there's no way you wouldn't you would not call that person for a whole year like there's no yeah. way you wouldn't i don't know like that's the one that especially is like what
1: what what happened but but there's also you don't have to call i mean text facebook email <laughs> i mean Snapchat. 2012 I mean,
0: some of that but was still, there but so.
1: i mean facebook was okay <laughs> yeah, Snapchat was, was a, facebook definitely was
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's true uh <laughs> so it, it's
1: like come on <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so but also so E B, this woman played by Leah Thompson, she is she is in love with uh with Kat's dad, uh who um, we'll call Luke. Yeah, <laughs> Luke basically.
1: <laughs> girls always yeah. Forever, sorry. Who wouldn't who
0: wouldn't be in love with Scott Patterson? Uh, yeah, and so when he gets married to Kat's mom, she kind of she kind of it's it's like a miss havisham thing. <laughs> yeah. and they talk about it actually in the movie and yeah. she just kind of freezes and she decides to sort of celebrate christmas all year long and yeah. so her so this party is sort of uh
1: it's a tradition
0: yeah it's tradition but she has her christmas lights up all year she has her everything and yep. so yeah that's a kind of an interesting situation she also makes uh this drink the shot basically <laughs> <She has some laughs> shots and and so yeah it's there's way more alcohol in this movie than you would ever have in
1: a <laughs> movie that's for sure yeah um, i was like wait isn't this this isn't hallmark i had to, i had to <laughs> yeah. say that to myself two or three yeah. times just to yeah. remind myself
0: <laughs> yeah. uh so so yeah so then age 10 they sneak this rum cake and they're all pretending to be drunk and and the two dads are like should we tell them there's no alcohol in the cake so that's kind of fun and then 13 uh she's uh reading he's kind of bored uh so he tries to kiss her uh and she's just she puts a fork in his leg she's like get away from me uh
1: i feel like that's like definitely the age like when you're forced together, you know, or like you've been, you've known each other for, since you were four. And it's like, that's a very uncomfortable age. It's middle school. Yeah. Um, You're going through the, you know, changes, <laughs> you know, body, yeah. this that, and the other thing. And he said, what did he say? Okay. He might've been bored, but I think it goes back to this, like, just assuming that this is that she was there. And this is like, cause he's like, we should stop kidding ourselves. And like, I'm like, who says that at 13? And that's when he tries to kiss her saying that they like each other. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I will stab you in the leg instead. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) it was pretty good. And so then they jump up to 18. And so... This is when Danica and uh, enters the D- Danica and Dustin enter the scene <laughs> mm-hmm. playing and so their decision to try to make Danica appear 18 years old <laughs> was to give her the worst bangs
1: ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was that was probably one of the worst parts of the movie, but that's okay. <laughs> like it was like this probably won't last long. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: really, really bad. And uh the uh uh the it just they should have kept the teenage actress like for that yeah. one more time i think yeah because it was just like yeah right uh but because <laughs> <laughs> she was in danica keller when this was released i'm not sure when it was filmed but she was yeah. thirty seven when this released. Yeah. So, and so she's
1: just just twenty years younger, no yeah. worries.
0: Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> and so that didn't really work those bangs. <laughs> uh but uh that she says, just don't ever tell me who I do and don't like in this world. Mm-hmm. And uh because and he's he's kind of a hipster, I guess you'd say in <laughs> <laughs> this
1: a little bad at it like a try like a try a too hard hipster, wanna be hipster <laughs> yes, there you go, precisely
0: and so one fun thing i think that this movie does that you don't often see in christmas movies is that it's very sort of aware of christmas movies and they start going through mm-hmm. sort of this box of christmas movies and, oh yeah
1: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and uh they eat actual rum cake <laughs> they're very, <laughs> very excited and uh yeah they end up uh watching christmas carol and uh they uh end up holding cans falling asleep it's very snuggly mm. very cute mm-hmm. uh, but then their parents write felice navidad on their on their
1: faces <laughs> and she's Santa and he's a reindeer
0: yeah I mean this is one gag that could never be done on me like if somebody just touches the door but yeah even just the door and I hear a curry I'm up yeah I'm a very soft sleeper
1: so you're like nice try yeah it won't work on me
0: I'd I'd have to be under very heavy medication to that
1: yeah I'm a pretty good sleeper so yeah I would have probably been a Santa
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yes so then we get to age 19 and uh, and she they're playing games and she's newly single she dated somebody or something like that it happened that's really quick and then 20 uh she says what is best in life and then they go out and have a snowball fight mhm
1: um
0: and like they go through some of these real quick and then 21 is uh they they go they sneak underneath the table and walk all the way down
1: so that <laughs> they can
0: be with the uh the little kids they want to sit in the kid little kids yeah table. they want
1: to be back at the table they got when they were four <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah so now we're at 22 and uh so this was an interesting section i thought you'd have something interesting to say so sam's dad tells him says you are not wired for contentment your life everything is falling into place but you can't help but stir up the pot
1: mm-hmm. what do you think about that well, I mean, later we, f- we find out the dad's like, I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that was funny. a good line when she's like,
0: your kids only listen to when you get bad advice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The mom's like, no, but I think, I think what he's saying is like, you know, you keep, you went off to college, you, you come back, but it's almost like the, the relationship aspect is falling into place, but he's ignoring it. And mm-hmm. so that's how I took it: is that pretty much everyone wants Sam and Kat to get together. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I kind of looked at it as he's telling his son, "Like you're a narcissist. Like stop <laughs> it. Like you are self." And I think that we totally can. We can be our own worst enemy in so many ways that mm-hmm. we see some things ha- happy happening, and we kind of we get scared of it and we get we sort of self-protect yeah we don't uh, want to get hurt and so we're not allowing ourselves to feel all the joy because we we kind of worry that uh, well i don't know
1: well and i think narcissists might be a little bit more like they're not going to show you that but they are going to boast about how happy they are and how everything is great Mm -hmm. and and i think that's where we're missing the opportunity to learn more about the character's because I want to see what he was like away from home. Uh-huh. Is he happy away from home? Is he doing it because he doesn't want to be stuck in this town and in this job at the, you know, at the, the family business? Does, like, I want more of that because I think it would bring a little bit more authenticity. But it would also help us understand why is he making the decisions that he is when he is at this party? Yeah, you know, and- because in some ways it's like he looks down at Cat about what she does, and he has she has no idea he has no idea what she does.
0: Right, and also he he seems to be somewhat self destructive when it comes to his, from what they say at least about his you know going through jobs and his uh, yeah. and some of his other habits, uh, and the the dad he also says he says there are two kinds of sacrifices to make for a woman the good kind and the bad kind. And he says, how do you know which, which is which? And mm-hmm. he says, it kind of depends how the story ends. What do you think about? <laughs> that?
1: Well, you know, <laughs> I think that's the part that really stuck with me with that other s- statement he said about not being content, because that's why I was thinking that that's why he was focusing on Kat's character saying like, it's like right in front of you, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so that's where I was thinking it was more Relationship based, but one of the things might be is he might be the kind of person who is always like, is the grass greener? So yeah. nothing is ever good enough. But he certainly has what appears to be a high level of uncertainty about what's going to happen in life, and so then the only sacrifice he's going to make is if he knows what the outcome is. So in a way, he's not going to sacrifice for Cat unless he knows that she's going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Like well, that, he's, he's yeah. that like, she's going to be a part of that sacrifice. It's like, he needs it to be, um, what's the term I'm, I'm thinking of. He needs it to be a sure thing. Secure.
0: He needs Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he's cause at this point he's debating, should I take this job? Should I not take this yeah. job? Like what's going to happen? And I, you know, I think back at when I was uh, going to college, my, my brother, he really struggled to find a place as far as in his college years that felt felt right for him and he kept he went to so many different schools and he yeah had, he got so many different college credits but they were all for different plans and different systems yeah. and oh, whatever yeah. he, he he was he never actually graduated and so my perspective coming into it was I'm just gonna get it done I'm gonna yeah. you know and I I didn't I, I probably it could have taken longer but I was I didn't want to repeat that sort of mistake and and it was just I don't know I just had sort of where he was he was I think more waiting for the the right fit I was more the type of like I've got to get it done so I don't screw it up you know what I'm saying like in the longer I (laughs) I just I gotta finish I gotta finish yeah and and that's very much my personality.
1: It's like, you, once you're done, you can figure out what the next step is yeah. for perhaps your brother. It might not just be like, what's the right thing. It might be like, how do I fit into this world? Like mm-hmm. you'll be more invested. You might be more successful. You yeah. might be happier if you're in a space where you feel like you belong. Right. And like, is, and, and so is it the case then that Sam's character, because he leaves and he comes back, they doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere.
0: Well, I like, mean, she tells him, she says, you hanging out with me would be like Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. I'm not a pause, a rest stop, or an intermission. Yes. Take the job.
1: Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I liked yeah. that quote. I was like, tell him. Well, and that's the thing is like, I wish this was called Love Around Christmas Vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really
1: So is. that it could be like, people come home for like a week I need more right (laughs) I want more scenes I want more interactions I want to see more and so I love the idea but I just that's I guess I'm just left for wanting more because I think as we talk about who these characters are and and them you know their relationship that there's so much more that's missing because there's like so much setup or because that's the thing is like if you're unsure about things and you go there and she's like, I'm not a rest up, I'm not an intermission, take the job. And then he's like, from that one, two hour dinner, he's going to be like, well, she doesn't want me here. And so he's going to go make his decision without like thinking or talking with other people or like <laughs> yeah. talking to her more in depth. And so then it's just like
0: i mean granted he does talk to his dad so he does get some advice from different sources but she says to him sometimes not making the choice is a choice which is yes. very true and i agree with that <laughs> and so you know she wants a certain degree of kind of commitment from him and uh, and and i think that you know when you're young you don't necessarily always immediately think about sort of romance you're kind of yeah. you sometimes you it 's just not on your radar, and uh, so I, I think you know she i 'm not sure how interested either of them is is in to romance, but I think that the the older people can sort of see oh there's something here with these yeah. two, uh, but they don't really see it, and so at this point she 's like, you know you, you need to uh, be make this commitment you need to do this so this will make you happy as opposed to sort of being worried that it's not perfect or that it's not yeah what if I do this and it's the sort of the wrong path and I I guess for me as far as as far as college I was like it was it was going to be the path no matter what I was gonna pick my major I was gonna you know like it was just I was going to make it happen and and I'm not saying either way is necessarily right it was just that was just a different kind of approach that we took mentally (laughs)
1: I think it comes down to like personality, how we're raised, you know, like all those sorts of things. Like, I don't feel like we got a lot of pressure to go to college in my house, but my parents, my mom has a master's degree and my dad has a law degree. So it's like, well, it seems like a bachelor's is a, at least probably like low bar, (laughs) like that's the bar that we had to get over. (laughs) And that isn't a low bar because college isn't for everyone. College is hard, you know, like. And not every job needs in a, a college career, like, or a college degree. Like, what she was doing, it sounded like she was creating a lot of things. Like, she was yeah, an a artist in a lot of ways. Student, like, yeah. she didn't need, she might not need to, to go to college, and it wasn't, mm-hmm. I was not always 100% clear. I was like, what is this job again? Something hoity toy. He's a reporter wannabe. or something? Oh, journalist. That's what it was. Yeah, journalist. And then yeah. he's like, I'm going to blog. And I'm like, why did you think of that before, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but-
0: well, so 23 comes and he's not there. So she's just kind mm. of parting with a friend. And then 24 comes and he brings a date, who's half, half Swedish, half Australian so that was pretty pretty exciting and so she ends up getting pretty sloshed and this is when evie gives the great expectations talk about a miss havisham and uh she says to uh to uh Kat, she says i know what it's like to see the person you love with the person they've chosen and it's not oh. you i wanted to hate your mother but i saw the way he smiled at her In my house, the calendar froze on Christmas Eve. The world has enough
1: Havishams. (laughs) Oh. Well, the thing about it is, like, he's 24. People, you know, like, that's the other thing is, like, when it's saying, like, take the job or do this sort of thing, like, if you took the job and it didn't work out, you can still find another job, like, you know, if that isn't the thing for you, like, and I think, though, you know, people do get married young and and that sort of thing. But I also think that we know that statistics and what people are doing has changed. People are waiting to get married. They get Mm -hmm. married in their late twenties, you know, things like that. So it's like, I was like, is, is she the chosen one? Or is he still like trying on this, this career and this other, this other life on for size?
0: Well, it's not the
1: life that he's. Yeah wants or is going to end up in you know well and
0: the the interesting thing to me is that so she let the fact that in her eyes her doing christmas every day is being positive amongst the situation (laughs) (laughs) she probably not (laughs) she she looks at it as i'm i'm gonna be happy because christmas equals happiness all the time uh because i'm not happy but is she really not being a miss havisham i mean if if she is sort of just like miss havisham from gray expectations that miss havisham lived with sort of the bitterness of being left at the altar uh and she could never let it go i mean isn't just isn't having christmas around you 24 7 kind of not that different
1: i i would agree i think it's She she sees it as she's uh, labeling it as something positive because for her Christmas is a positive experience. But yeah, she's hold. She has put her life on pause. Her life is in a standstill. It's like when I don't know if people watch uh say by the Bell. You know the show from the Mm nineties, and Zach would be like, "Time out!" Oh right, yeah. Pause everything around. (laughs) That's essentially what she's doing. And the issue is, okay, that might make you happy. But what else has she done to help herself get over the fact that the person that she's in love with has chosen someone else? Yeah. Like, so, um, she, do we see her dating other people? Has she, I mean, does she have hobbies? (laughs) Does she go to a book club? I mean, I think there's a whole host of healthy things to do and I don't think there's anything wrong with having Christmas to year round, if that's like your thing, then that's, you know, I do think like, let's do the things that make us happy. Life is short. And I was just thinking, you know, it's only September, but I love my Halloween decorations inside. I was like, I think I'm gonna my Halloween decorations. Yeah. So we'll make my house fun. But here's the thing that doesn't stop me from figuring out my problems, yeah. working through my problems and figuring out my life so that I can truly not that I'm putting up Halloween because I put my life on pause. (laughs) I'm just saying that she has stunted her own growth relationally and her life is, is pause. She's put everything on hold, but then in some ways I'm not, I I'm positive. She wasn't like, woohoo, cat's mom has passed. Like, but it's one of those things by hanging around there she helps out in another way and yeah maybe that's another way to help with it but she needed to do more for herself to work through that issue yeah um, I feel like it ends up being fine for her in the end but I mean how many years has she missed out on having a life that she wanted
0: yeah I mean I feel like there's not that big a difference between her and Miss Havisham that she thinks no.
1: No, I really, don't. I think she's—I think she's mistaken <laughs> or in denial. Like, yeah, I will like just putting up a smile doesn't mean you're okay. Right, that might be a way. Like sometimes we fake it till we make it. Well, the smile make it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, and it's like, it's a constant reminder of the loss, which is not healthy. So I don't know. It's an interesting situation. I think there's some definite mental health care that's needed amongst all these people.
1: oh, (laughs) for sure. Well, and then it's like, well, let's just take the shots instead. That's not going to help either. That's
0: only going to make it worse. Sorry
1: to tell you. You're (laughs) taking shots. Like, at a certain point, you're just going to think you live in the North Pole. You're too sloshed. There's Christmas (laughs) stuff everywhere. This is not the world that you live in, right? Yeah. But again, I do think at the same time, you know, the least of her problems is that she enjoys Christmas. There's so much other work she needs to do, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with having Christmas stuff out except for the reason why it is out. Yeah. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. She's saying it makes it, her happy, but it's truly just delaying her from taking care of, mm-hmm. of herself in her life
0: yeah so she ends up leaving the house with with some guy I forget it's kyle or something like that i can't remember I, no, I don't
1: but remember
0: anyway either. she leaves with some <laughs> guy
1: or somebody I don't yeah know. just to try to make him
0: jealous and i guess yep. she ends up dating this guy or something because yeah, I think so. for age 25 they broken up and now this guy has proposed <laughs> to someone else yep and you're
1: like the way they set it up you thought she was engaged and I was like what and then I was like oh yeah it's someone
0: else (laughs) and so her dad says you dodged a bullet and he says I wish I was one of those dads on tv who knew what to say yeah and uh (laughs) and so this this part was kind of weird because so he so Sam tells his wife I guess wife or girlfriend I don't know if they're married yet but anyway tells her that he has to go to the states for a career defining interview but Mm -hmm. it's really not a career defining interview it's really just to help help cat through this separation or whatever Oh
1: yeah no yeah i don't know
0: and so the interview was a total lie and and yet supposedly uh the he says something to the effect of uh My Rebecca, I think her name is, is she says she knew I was coming and she was supportive of that. So there's some weird stuff going on there in that relationship.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't sure. That part was a little strange. (laughs) (laughs) Uh
0: but yeah, I mean it 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 is hard to believe that he would fly all the way from Australia just because she broke up with this guy and to be there for Christmas. Uh when he had missed other ones before. And again, like yeah. you said, you can call, you can Facebook, you can <laughs> there's so um, many email things because flight
1: from Australia, I hear as long. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's not
1: just like a pop over to you know, like a two-hour flight. Right. Like 24 hours or something. Like
0: I mean, insane. they are in such denial. I mean, golly, <laughs> if
1: you're really willing to do
0: that, then obviously, like I would be very concerned if I was. If I had a boyfriend who was like, "Sorry, I have to go. I have <laughs> I to go have to, to Australia. The,
1: yeah, <laughs> to,
0: be, to be with my childhood friend who just broke up with her
1: his girlfriend with Some guy I didn't even yeah. know she was dating. Right. We even talk when it's not Christmas. Right. We don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's a really fun scene where they uh, start dancing, yeah. and uh, they're doing kind of a tango type dance and uh, to try to make this other guy kyle or whatever his name was jealous <laughs> brad, yeah, <who> brad. <laughs> ben i'm not sure and so then they all end up outside dancing tom and Evie are dancing they're dancing that was mm-hmm. fun the fun scene, yeah I
1: yeah i enjoyed that that was like oh see this now this here's a party
0: yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> um so then 26 comes and they're playing karaoke and he is mm-hmm. now broken up with rebecca
1: we yeah, knew she and- wasn't gonna be around i mean at no, least i thought so i was like i saw her obviously. and i was like yeah it'll be nice knowing you do i even need to learn your name
0: <laughs> yeah and <laughs> Which, like we- ben
1: <laughs> slash brad i knew you weren't gonna be around yes. for a
0: while yeah and it turns out that rebecca called cat basically drunk and and was yeah like,
1: that was weird
0: <laughs> Like you're the one that sort of ruined our relationship or whatever and because evidently <laughs> Sam broke up with Rebecca and Mm -hmm. she calls Kat and wishes her luck. And (laughs) so it's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Well,
1: here's the thing. Can I just pause you for a second? What I think is interesting is between these Christmases, from what we can gather, Kat has talked more to this young lady than (laughs) she has to Sam. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but we do get the, probably the cutest scene of the whole movie is when they, she's, they end up sharing this jacket
1: together. Yeah, oh yeah, that was so funny. It
0: was so funny and so cute.
1: <laughs> and, like, and just to give the visual, like he has the jacket on and then she's standing in front of him and <laughs> putting her arms and then zipping the jacket in front of yeah. her. So. Both of them are in the same jacket, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, which if in a million years, I never would have think to do that with a jacket, but nope. like i I think I would have probably thought maybe each take an arm maybe maybe you could do that I don't know I don't know how you share a jacket but you do it it, in
1: shifts you get 10 (laughs) minutes and then I get 10 minutes or we just walk back and we both get another coat how about that
0: but it's definitely (laughs) one of the highlights of the movie it's such a cute scene and uh you can see (laughs) them uh see them really uh
1: there's like a lot of bonding going on in that scene for
0: sure (laughs) yeah and so she takes him to the furniture uh warehouse whatever and he she says to him you thought i was just a girl in an office and and then he says uh something of well have you read anything that i've written yeah and this seems very unlikely to me like i guarantee you if I was pining for some guy as <laughs> a writer. I
1: would be reading everything. everything. That... Well, the other thing is like, you're, what year is it? 25, 26? You don't know what she does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... Here's the thing. I wouldn't expect someone to listen to all my podcasts, but I would probably bet they'd listen to a couple, right? A couple episodes. Uh, I mean. Or they at least know that I'm a teacher. Like, I would yeah. want to know. Like isn't that knowing? Like your job and career is only a portion of what your identity is, but but it's still like. So, do you envision being? How do you envision being together forever if you don't know what she does?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that that seemed very shady to me because, yeah, no. If if I, I was
1: stuff, I don't really. If, know. if I
0: was in love with a guy and he yes. had a podcast about any topic if it was about yeah. fishing i would be listening to that podcast because
1: every single time yeah, he came out with a new absolutely episode. i'd
0: be taking notes on so
1: <laughs> what to say so you could talk to him about fishing yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on listening to other fishing podcasts <laughs> it becomes yeah, a whole like, thing they're
0: not they're not as good as as uh as you and your fishing exactly <laughs> i didn't know you were so into
1: fishing i am <laughs> yeah
0: i mean i don't know it just feels, especially when you're young like that i think you would definitely yeah. put oh, in they they need to put in a little more sure. effort here Or
1: uh, even just again looking at each other's instagram don't act like you don't have the internet right come yeah. on
0: but they do have a cute little—I I call it sort of DTR—defining the relationship. They have a little DTR in the in the <laughs> foam uh, uh, of the for the making furniture. There's a foam, yeah, bucket, whatever you want to call it. And uh, and she uh, says, says, I think I thought I knew everything about you, but I was wrong, and I'd like to change that. Uh, and he says, if I hurt you, I want to know. I, I want you to know that I would never do that on purpose, and. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss outside and she says, maybe don't wait a whole year next time, which is false because yeah. then he
1: does. Wait, uh, when does he wait the five years? With, Cause isn't he gone for five years at some point too? Um, yeah, yeah, you're
0: right. Yeah. So, so yeah, after this next one is he's gone for five years. So now age 27, she's pretending to be sick. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she's they're talking to the phone. She (laughs) says, I have my life, you have yours. And they intersect for one night a year like Brigadoon.
1: (laughs) Which is very
0: true. I mean it is. Yeah. And uh and so they argue back and forth on the phone. He comes over there and outside the door, and she says, I'm here for you every year. You're so insecure. Uh you can't hold on to anything real. Actually, I'm not sure who says that, him or her. But it's true on both (laughs) of
1: Well, well, yeah. And I I feel, isn't that when they get into their sort of like their fight?
0: Yeah, because Sam says, what are you doing to your dad? You're staying in this snow globe playing the dead mom card. So that was pretty harsh. Oh, that was, that's (laughs) rough.
1: Like, here's the thing. Her mom died. She can't, uh, not that she's playing any sort of card, but why not just leave that alone?
0: Mm-hmm. But it's hard because we haven't seen all of the of what she's behaving the horrors of the year to know is she because you could potentially she could be playing the dead mom card we yeah. don't know
1: how, that's how- why we need more information <laughs> yeah. but at the very least what she's probably doing is sticking around to protect her dad
0: right you know what I but- mean
1: like I don't want to leave my dad because he already lost. Well, we just
0: found out in the previous year that she's very happy with her job and she's doing something really good. So it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit confusing. And I think regardless, probably not a wise thing to say.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't say, well, here's the thing. What he might be saying is like, you're good at what you do. You could probably do it somewhere bigger than this. mm, You could have more of an impact, but again, we're at a point where we only see that we see them about as much as they see each other yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we we don't get that information
0: right, right. uh, so then this is when we skip ahead, five years, so we're in the present day in the world of this movie. Yeah. uh so she's now thirty two so we started at four, and <laughs> uh so he is now proposing, which is very confusing. to to her but whatever you kind of have to just go with it and Mm -hmm. he supposedly he sent christmas cards that were apology cards and but yet he's proposing what on earth and but uh (laughs) and then he sees that she has a engagement ring and so he's confused and uh it's really though it's an engagement ring for she calls up e b and she talks to her, and mm-hmm. then she has her dad come up, and she basically mm-hmm. says, "I love you too, you're slow as molasses, you're never going to do anything, and so <laughs> I give you uh my blessing, and i'm going to she basically proposes to e b for her dad
1: Aww, that's kind of cute. cute, yeah, yeah, that's cute
0: it was cute, it was a little weird, but it was cute, weird. <laughs> cute weird. <laughs> yeah uh so uh and this is when uh sam's dad says uh he he says well sam says i'm trying to rewire myself and it says that thing about that he was not built for contentment and and that's when his dad says why is it the only time kids listen to their parents is when they shouldn't <laughs> yeah it's like i said that yeah <laughs>
1: yeah bro you did
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i kind of think it's true though that he he at least when he was young that he was kind of self-defeating in so many ways and i think that's what he was trying to say but it's obviously a flaw that can be corrected and you can get joy out of uh and so i don't like
1: i don't like the language of wired because i don't know that he came out of the womb like that a lot of it comes down to socialization and reinforcement and other things like that but like you know if you would have said I've been really working on myself for the last five years and now I've really you know I found myself Mm -hmm. or I found my purpose or I think that would have brought it more together but again how do you ignore someone essentially okay you sent apology cards once a year for five years and then you're like a bt doves here's the engagement <laughs> yeah,
0: ring I, I know i know <laughs> so uh so she sees uh there's a path of crayons uh leading into the to the uh warehouse and then he has created this whole uh like house for them and evidently mm-hmm. Bought a house or something, but it's this whole out of cardboard. This whole house showcasing all of the different years uh, that they've been, to, they've been friends and, and their different interests and skills and everything. And and it was very very cute. And then she ends up at the house, and uh, and uh, he tells I think his parents. He says she's the girl. She's always been the girl. And mm-hmm. he gets they get she gets there. And he's underneath the table. And I do think this proposal is so cute. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I also like the way he's kind of he's like, can we sort of figure this out together? And uh, do yeah. you want to take this journey with me? It was a really, really good proposal.
1: I think that sounds like a partnership too, which I yeah. enjoy too.
0: Yeah. And so then they get engaged. Uh but I do kind of feel like it's going to be <laughs> at the very least I think this relationship is going to be very volatile yeah and because they have the history together they'll be able to persevere but it's I I think that I I I anticipate counseling in their future
1: <laughs> well and the thing is counseling can be very helpful yeah. for individuals and for relationships but This is where I have an issue with the movie. Like, Uh there are many times I was like, I don't even know if they like each other. (laughs) Yeah. Like, in the beginning, like, the history of the part where they're supposed to be friends or whatever, I'm like, I think there needed to be more to show that they interacted other than, like, okay, we got the fake drunk on rum cake. Okay, that's kind of a fun, you know, like, ah, kids. But then he immediately goes into we should stop pretending like at 13. And I'm like, what? And then <laughs> he becomes the hipster who seems too good, too big for his britches and, and, and that sort of thing. And I, and so that's what I really enjoyed about country wedding is that yeah. they really developed that friendship. And I think here, kind of like what I was saying at the beginning, their friendship is assumed or expected and, and um, there can be pressure from the family. The fact that, you know, in their own lives, not around Christmas, things aren't going the way that they are. And maybe it seems okay for that one night together. And I, you know, I just like some of that, I think is like movie tropes and things like that. And like, there are a lot of key parts of the movie. I do like the overtime. I just was like, but do you actually like each other? You don't know anything about each other.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you have
1: cute moments like snowball fights and the watching the Christmas movies. And so, really, what they're doing is living in E.B.'s paused life.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's not until E.B. gets engaged to, I'm going to call him Luke, does yeah. their life then move forward too. So, <laughs> really, Leah Thompson's the key to this whole movie. I know
0: it's like a Pip and Estella to yeah. together forever Uh, yeah no i agree i don't think it's that functional of a relationship it's cute and i enjoyed the movie it's a lot of fun uh but i i I, yeah i don't think that they are are necessarily all that great of a match and so i think it's gonna be a challenge
1: i i have some ways that we can keep the cuteness of the movie but we could sort of generate some ideas i've already generated one Uh uh-huh love Around a week's worth of Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love, I mean, I love think... uh, over the lake house family vacation in July. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it does seem like almost it should have been a series, television series. Yeah. Oh, and, I would have
1: liked the, that. That like, would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea.
0: So you'd have. Uh, or even if they had done it kind of similar to the 500 Days of Summer, yeah. uh, where you you're kind of putting the pieces together of this. I mean, that's really actually not a very functional, very functional no, relationship, a, and it's I, not supposed sh- to be.
1: <laughs> I show that I show the end scene of that movie in my classes, and I don't yeah. think this is a spoiler because we learn it 10 seconds into the movie. Right. Yeah, but the closure of their relationship is what that whole thing is about right like it's essentially about how we can move on we get closure that we have people that we can think of fondly and we can Mm -hmm. have relationships but it can be the wrong moment or we're not right for each other and that's okay Mm -hmm. and it's almost like joseph Gorn lovett's the eb and he got the closure but she didn't (laughs) right she's like exactly. it'll just be 500 days of christmas versus 500 <laughs> days of summer yeah but, so it's yeah. it's an interesting
0: thing and I, I think the the fact that it is kind of novel and it does so many cute has so many cute moments i think
1: mm-hmm. uh, it has so much potential like uh-huh. if they would have just changed a few things slightly i think it would have been a really good hmm Yeah, establish their friendship early. Yeah, give us a little more outside of Christmas, and I would have been like, "Yes, let's do this thing." But (laughs) right now, I'm like, I want to go back to that country wedding. Yeah, and who knew? Because I've loved the cookie crawl since day one. Uh, Oh yeah, goodness.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's not. It's no cookie crawl. Let's be real. but um, but uh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I probably would give this one um. I don't know, like 3.25 out of five.
1: Yeah, I was going to say like three, three and a half.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Well, let us know what you think of Love at the Christmas Table, uh, whether it's a favorite of yours or uh, uh, and what you think of some of these themes. And it's, it's very unique. And they tried something new, which I appreciate, especially in this genre. You don't see that often. And uh, so we will be back. Next oh Rachel
1: first. Rachel, can I request something from listeners?
0: Yes, please.
1: (laughs) I wanna know not only what they think, but if they have ideas. So we said Christmas or or like love around Christmas vacation or love at the lake house. if they have ideas of how they would make it a little bit more of what they would like to see i want to hear that
0: yes please <laughs> let us know in the comment section or yes, on please. twitter let's let's figure it I out live
1: for this yes let's do yeah. it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh very good uh so uh, we will be back next month uh we'll let you all know what we're talking about and uh, what mm-hmm. film we pick and it should be pretty fun. And, uh, where can people find you on your podcast and everything else?
1: Yes. Best forever's pod, which focuses on all of these different kinds of friendship themes, celebrating friendship, working through issues in friendship. I'm on best forever's pod on Twitter, Instagram. And then the best forever's pod is a closed Facebook group Ooh. that has lots of cool stuff. Like we post, um, I have stories and memes and other things and discussions and then best forever is a podcast for kindred spirits is the page on Facebook. And then I'm also best forever's pod on Twitter and Great. you can find me personally, which I talk about TV and stuff a lot. And Rachel and I interact on Twitter a bit um, <laughs> is Dr. Elisa Lucas on Twitter. Great. So that's my personal.
0: Great. I'll have that all in the description section. You should definitely check out the podcast. It's really, really good. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast, the Homework Pod, all of our social media, iTunes, and YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you Mm -hmm. are listening on YouTube, uh, don't worry if we get another copyright strike (laughs) because we
1: will fight it we will
0: fight it but uh, yes we will <laughs> subscribe to the channel and uh and give us your uh, thumbs up and comments we really appreciate that and uh yeah and and if you're interested become a patron please to yes. the channel we have our page patron group and uh where we talk about these and many other uh films and uh we also uh, have giveaways that we do fairly regularly so we try to make it work your a while so definitely we'll take a look at that there'll be information in the description
1: so we will talk to you all uh next month bye, bye.